0: I would uh, like to go back to the book of Romans today. Uh, it's mainly last Sunday in the 7th chapter. Um, and I'm going to be in just just four verses, first four verses of the 8th chapter uh, this morning, uh, for the most part. Uh, now, the, in the... <coughs> In that seventh chapter um, from, from last Sunday, those uh, that heard, heard that or that were here um, you know that uh, the Apostle Paul began, well, in the seventh chapter and then in the eighth, there's, there's different laws going on here. Um, the word law, once you think you have a word down, a definition or you know, the usage of it and all, then it's like, well, here's, here's another one. And all. It's like the word uh, world uh, has many different meanings. English language didn't seem adequate uh, to describe all the words the, in the Greek and Hebrew to go into the English word uh, world and, and law. But law, the law here that he began with, the Apostle Paul began with, his, was the Mosaic law. Um, uh, and they're their serving of that law as they did. And uh, he was teaching them that it was uh, it was not right to try to use that law to um, uh, gain righteousness. We get that through, of course, through Jesus Christ. Um, and so he's he's uh, so he's preaching, teaching really against that, and in a way. That he does not offend that law because it was the law of God. It was perfect. And like I said last Sunday, it wasn't the law where the problem was. It was us. It was them. That's where the problem, that carnal, uh, the law is spiritual. I am carnal. Uh, So he began with that law there. And then he uses an an analogy of, of marriage there. Talking about an old husband and a new husband. Here. And then goes into, into to that, and, and then uh, this, then in the, from the 14th verse on, for the most part, talks about this warfare, this conflict that we have in us after we're born again. Because before that, there's no warfare. We're fine, <laughs> we think. But then there's a warfare there in our members between the inward, uh, inner and outward man, the old man, the new man. The old husband, the new husband, uh, and so then, as he wraps up this seventh chapter, uh, he uh, he in the sixteenth verse, he uh, as he begins to talk about this conflict within himself, that uh, he says, "If then I do that which I would not, I consent unto the law that it is uh, that it is good." And then he he actually again mentions twenty uh, second verse. 7th chapter of Romans, For I delight in the law of God after the inward man. But I see another law in my members, warring against the law of my mind and bringing me into captivity to the law of sin which is in my members. These uh, He ends up with this law that's not a law with, with a set of rules. It's a, a declarative uh, or a, 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 a factual law uh, that, uh, uh, that just, I, I equate it similar to, uh, to put it in human terms, uh, the law of nature, uh, that, you know, if, if we know that there are things in nature that just happens. It's factual. It's not a set of rules that when, when that apple falls off that tree, that it needs to follow a rule and hit the ground. No, it's the law of gravity. It's just, it's there. It's with that law. So this is, gets more into that if I can word it that way. And so the eighth chapter goes into that same same thing, the same uh, method and, and, and law, if you will. And he covered thoroughly in the seventh of the chapter uh, our old husband there, uh, And let me read this one verse uh, again uh, after he talks about in the third and third verse, second, third verse, about a natural marriage and so forth, being free from the old husband and everything. Fourth verse says, Wherefore, my brethren, ye also are become dead to the law by the body of Christ, that ye should be married to another new husband new husband, Jesus Jesus Christ, even to him who is raised from the dead, that we should bring forth fruit unto God, that we should bring forth fruit unto God. Uh, and we should. And then he begins to say, confess, oh, oh, wretched man that I am. He was then. He has this conflict. He's still that good that he would do. He does not. He does the other. Uh and uh, there's certain things I can relate to some of the apostles on, and, 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 and to some of the disciples, and all that's certainly one of them. That conflict there, and when I would do good, evil is present with me. That's that's a part of that uh, that law there uh, that is, is just factual. It's there. Uh, so uh, uh, now, I, so let me go ahead, and as we talk about this new husband of ours. Uh, let me read the first four verses of the eighth chapter of Romans. There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus hath made me free from the law of sin and death. There's a bunch of law here. For... What the law could not do, in that it was weak through the flesh, God, sending His own Son in the likeness of sinful flesh, and for sin, condemned sin in the flesh, that the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. So those four four verses there... That's so what I talked to, talk, talk to you about uh, address for just a few few minutes. This uh, that first verse there. There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus. That's our new husband. We can go back to that fourth verse in that seventh chapter. It's cry in Christ Jesus. That is our eternal legal standing. Not just our legal standing today, or when I would do good when evil's present with me, uh, it's our eternal legal standing. So, as again, I feel led always, always have to emphasize the fact that um, when we are, when we're in that conflict, and when anyone is, and when we pray for them in that warfare, battling uh their their uh they uh, the evils that are there are within them and and we're all different in that uh i I don't have a problem in withstanding uh the wiles of Satan in certain ways because I'm, i don't I don't even care about that I always bring up sports I shouldn't do that but I have no problem uh, you know not watching sports on Sunday morning or I know yes you can you believe it uh, but uh, I never have uh, now we can record everything but anyway uh, so um, but uh, this is our legal standing here and so as we ha- are in that conflict, we know we need to remember that we are not condemned. we are no longer under condemnation. We are standing in the liberty wherewith Christ hath made us free. In battling that, in, in, in fighting ourselves, a lot of times it's not an external force, it seems like, with me. It's myself and uh, in, 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 in my little Satan's, you know? Uh, and so I'm battling that. Uh, and, but um, so this is our, again, our eternal legal standing so... Uh, there's therefore now, and that, that means now. I'll go ahead and throw that in there right now, not in the future. There is therefore now no condemnation to them who are in Christ Jesus. That's the ones. It's everyone that Matthew 1 and 21 refers to that he came to save his people from their sins. Uh, the, all of the ones that the Father gave him. That's the number there in totality. But um, so God, obviously, this is the word of God. He sees us then not under condemnation, but he sees us through the finished work of Jesus Christ, through the blood of Christ, uh, through his righteousness. That's who, uh, because like I emphasized last Sunday, we still commit sin. We still commit sin. Paul did Paul did. All the rest of them did. There's not one perfect one in here save Jesus Christ that walked this earth. Uh, so when, when, we're, when we're, since we are living under that law of, of not being condemned and condemnation, being condemned, it's a, there's a verdict. There's a guilty verdict. We're condemned of something. And so we're no longer under that con- condemnation even even Now. Uh, and so, and then he mentions here, he goes on and qualifies that. He qualifies it. This is not a stipulation of that first phrase in this first verse says, uh, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. That qualifies that. That's a manifestation of that state of non-condemnation, of not being condemned. Uh, that and, and we have a desire to do that. Uh, I want to please my my heavenly Father, and when I fail, I'm, I, I am mortified. And, and and we are to mortify the deeds of the flesh. But uh, in uh, in Second Timothy, let me go here real quick. This uh, so this eighth chapter where he says there is therefore now no condemnation to them which, who, uh, which are in Christ Jesus. That's a that factual law there that we live under. Uh, Who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. (coughs) Excuse me. So, (coughs) in a minute we'll see what he goes into next. He does not go into how do we walk in the Spirit and not in the flesh. He doesn't go into that. But, so, I guess we're not supposed to. Yeah, we are. He, He says in 2 Timothy here. In the second, uh, in the second chapter, nineteenth verse. Nevertheless, the foundation of God standeth sure, having this seal: the Lord knoweth them that are His. And let every one that nameth the name of Christ depart from iniquity. So, so God would have us do that. Yes, and that glorifies Him when we overcome that. Whatever we're overcoming in our lives, then that that glorifies Him uh, when we're successful at that, knowing the whole time that we're not condemned. And then it says uh, in the 21st verse, then I'll go back. If a man therefore purge himself from these, uh, he shall be a vessel unto honor, sanctified, and meet for the Master's use, and prepared unto every good work. So, yes. Oh, we believe in good works, uh, and, and 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 I struggle with that, but we can do that. We can perform those works not under condemnation and the realization of that, that we're not condemned and, and that we have been saved. That's eternal, and we live under that factual uh, law there, that universal law uh, of God uh, that everyone that Christ died for is saved uh, That's the state we live in now. Excuse me. And so that today we will have a a brother Ty will be baptized, become a member of the church, Primitive Baptist Church, Uh, and uh, before before he chose to be baptized, he was not condemned. He was not under condemnation. Uh, while we're in the water, the natural water, we are not condemned. After he rises from the water, he is not under condemnation. This doesn't change that. He was already not condemned. I tell you what, Brother Ty has been a better church member even thus far than I myself have been. He comes in and hugs each, everyone and on shows the love of Christ. So, it's not that stepping right here will add that. He has that within him. And I'm thankful for that. To, say, to see that. And, and uh, obviously, he's not the only one, young and old, in this church. But we're not under that condemnation. Then he, so then, okay, what does Paul go into here? He says, For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus... Hath made me free from the law of sin and death, the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus. So he immediately says that again, that factual law there, this this uh, law uh, of nature, if you will, of God that freed us. Jesus Christ freed us from that. When that took place, unless Christ failed, it's gone. We're, we're, it's dead. We're dead to that, and we ha- we're under this new. We're married to a new husband now. Jesus Christ. So again, he doesn't hear so many other places, the other and, and the writers uh, of, of, of this Word of God uh, that penned these things and spoke them, they teach us how to live our lives. That's all throughout here Old Testament and New Testament. But that's not here. He doesn't go in and he starts about the law of the Spirit of life again in Christ. <clears throat> For what the law could not do, in that it was weak through the flesh. So, again, he's emphasizing what he said in the seventh chapter the law was weak in the flesh. It could not do what it couldn't do for you, for them. God, sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh uh, and for sin, condemned sin in the flesh. He condemned sin, and he was not sinful. He was, uh, Jesus Christ is impeccable. Amen. He's never changing. He is perfect in every way. And, and, and God sent him, his, his only son, to die for us. Uh, even though we deserve to, to uh, walk that, that walk up to Calvary. Uh, to that, bearing that cross. But he bore, Jesus Christ bore his cross. We have to bear our cross. That's biblical. That's scriptural that we bear our cross. Yeah, pick up your cross and follow God. But it's not, I'm not going to pick up Jesus. I couldn't carry it. Jesus Christ, they, you know, they sent that man to help him carry that, that cross beam. as he, Because he had already been scourged and beaten and he was bloodied and mocked. And honest, But he was still on his way. He still had his face uh, fixed and set on Jerusalem. He had it set on the salvation of the, his people there. He was not going to fail. And he didn't. He didn't. I spoke not long ago on the victory of Jesus Christ. And that he has given us the victory. If you just go through and look at God's word. And read everything that we already have. It's just amazing. The earnest of our inheritance, the victory, he's given us that. He's given us that win from the cross. Uh, he's, He's given us freedom from the condemnation. We have all that now. We have it now. And yet somehow I can't still serve him as I should. I don't prepare uh, before our services on Sunday morning in, in prayer, starting way up in the week. How about right after I leave here on Sunday? Begin to prepare uh, for this service. He's been merciful uh, to us the times that, and, and, and I'm thinking, well, then we've, I've got a bunch of praying congregation here because I forgot this morning, and, and, and yet He still blessed us. He's so merciful to us. He shows his love to us on Sunday and during the week when he saves us time and time again from from things that we're not even aware of. He saves us. And he gives us this precious gospel, the gospel of the resurrection. Even in this ordinance, church ordinance of baptism, water baptism, we see... Uh, the death, burial, and then resurrection of Jesus Christ. That's what we're going to show. Uh, all that, uh, that Brother Ty is doing today is publicly proclaiming uh, that he, he believes in that very thing. The death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. He loves Jesus Christ. Uh, and yeah, I tell you what, uh, Brother Ty, uh, I, was only, I was 11 when I joined the church. And I didn't know a whole lot about scripture and all. Uh, and, and, uh, and so you have to learn and all. But you know you have that feeling within you. Well, that's Jesus Christ, who the Holy Ghost, abiding within you. You have been born again already. You have the love, and, and, and like I said, He has, and others show that uh, uh, every time. Uh, but uh, uh, so we live under this, uh, this law here and the law of the Spirit of life, and that's what has made it, that's what given us the liberty in which we stand. We stand there in that, and yet, in doing that, in pressing into the kingdom, which uh, infers uh, some violence there. Pressing into the kingdom uh, and uh, uh, as we battle and, and try to overcome this world because Jesus Christ uh, did and has overcome all. He, he's, he's condemned sin. He's put it to death. Uh, he's put it to death. And I, I immediately think, I don't know if you do, but I think, but, but I still sin. That's the outward, that's the old husband. That's the outward man that and so uh, and i always think well how um, how easy would it be to just go through life if if i prayed a prayer god just remove all that temptation or that evil or or, or anger or jealousy covetousness whatever it is just remove it from me and then no that's that, that will be us in heaven body soul and spirit jesus christ redeemed all of that Yet, we, that is coming. The body, that there will be a change there. I don't know if I'll be walking around at the time Jesus Christ comes again and calls me. But I, I, I long for that. Or even in soul and spirit. I, I'm curious what our loved ones are experiencing in heaven. But I know for a fact they are completely satisfied. They are, you know... People equate, you know, the uh, like warmth and all in the winter. You know, a warm blanket, or a, a, cu- a cup of coffee, or hot tea, or something. That warmth there and all, and you, you're just enveloped in that a hot crackling fire and all. Think about being enveloped in the very love of God. And and we are we we are now. <coughs> but, <coughs> excuse me, but there. Our loved ones that's why I don't have any problem not yeah I want I want them back but because I want to talk to them. I want I, so much that I neglected to ask people and they're not here now but they are in that state that uh, that eternal state of the love of God Almighty. they're in the presence of their redeemer Jesus Christ, that high priest sitting upon the throne there. At the right hand of the majesty on high, that they're there. And it's not, no, I don't, we'll see them one day. We'll, we'll be there. When Jesus Christ comes in the sky, not to set foot on this planet again that He created, He created it. And yet He won't set Him, He will call our names and we will in, in immediately meet Him in the air. And forever be with the Lord. That's it. That's it. Then we'll understand. Then we'll see. Then maybe. Not maybe. Then definitely I will stop failing God. Deserting him. And serve him as he deserves. Because I don't do it now. Don't do it now. But you all keep trying. Because you're an encouragement to me. May God bless and keep you. Uh, We will uh, immediately... Go over into the baptism service.